now recording from deep within the bowels of Castillo de Metal, located in the barren wasteland of South Broadway. Three heavy metal degenerates doing their best to put sentences together and discuss all that is hard rock and heavy metal. The Stone and Steel Cast! Hey, what's up everybody? Thanks for listening. This is the uh, next installment of the Stone and Steel Cast. I'm Brandon Moss, and joining me on the phone is James Yarnell. Patrick, Hello. Oh, Patrick E. O'Connor is not joining us today. He's uh, getting ready for an upcoming gig. Uh, he's, that is, he's at home rehearsing. Yeah. The uh, Soldiers of Fortune will be playing uh, this April 9th at uh, the Fifth Quarter Lounge. 306 Prospect Street here in Indianapolis, and yours truly both of us are playing in the band as is pat so we're really looking forward to that uh come on out i think the door is open at i don't know seven or eight we play we go on at nine we're playing with uh smoke ring uh hollywood romeo and with another uh, rush tribute band uh, el, el Russo. so i've heard good thing i've i've uh, heard good things about all three of the other bands we're playing with that night so it should be a good time yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a packed house. I uh, can't wait. Yep. Uh, yep. Speaking of some other shows coming up, I think Friday we've got The Sword at yep. The Vogue, right? At The Vogue. Yeah, James, you're going to that, right? Uh, yes. Right now I'm planning on going. I've seen them once there before, and it's a great show. Uh, honestly, man, like, that's a that's say what you want like about that. Uh, the, the Vogue is a great place to see a rock concert. Um I, you know, you, you and I have both played there oh, yeah, a few absolutely. times and uh, you've been to countless shows there and there's really not a bad seat in the house at that right. place. Um, and those guys are killer. They've been around since, uh, you know, I think we talked about this last time, but, um, they've been around since like 2006 or so when they hit the scene and, um, JD actually told me about, it. he found them from rock or from guitar hero two. Yeah. Uh, and they just have put out lots of solid, uh, releases guys, some, uh, four guys from Austin. Um, very very cool band. Um, make it out if you if anybody is planning on going. Let us know on the uh, on Twitter or Facebook, and uh, we could meet up. I'd like to meet uh, anybody. I'd like to meet our listeners. Yeah, you know so. who else is uh, going to be there? Is a band. I think they're called Archerus. I, I could be mispronouncing their band name, but they're from Indianapolis. They're really cool. They're uh, opening up for them. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are they similar to the sword? Yes, yeah, I, I'd say so. Both bands heavily influenced by early Sabbath. Yeah, like so. yeah, way down to. I love that yeah, stuff, man. I do too. You know, the sword. I don't know how much you've listened to them, but like, their 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 albums, they've definitely progressed. Not like necessarily better or worse or anything. They just have changed a lot. I mean, sure. if you listen to the first uh, record, uh, their debut, Age of Winners, and like listen to their their most recent album. Uh, I country it it's a it's a way different both are fine and I, I yeah. you know, and I, I've heard them both and I like them. Just, uh, they've they've uh, I, I don't even want to say matured but they've definitely uh, made they're different but yeah. though I'm sure they'll play stuff from all the albums uh, when, uh the concert so yeah. really looking forward to that one yeah and I agree with the Vogue is a great place to see a band I saw uh John five there last month well, that was recent right yeah yeah how was, was that oh phenomenal he's just mind-blowing so did he play like zombie stuff and manson stuff or what it was pretty much all instrumental i think 
Like really? Uh, yeah, I I, can't, I don't think there were any vocals all night, and I'm okay with that being a guitar player. Oh sure. Um, but oh man, yeah, it was it was incredible. I'd happily go see him again. You know, it's funny. How long? Did, I don't even know how long he played with Manson, but I'm or um, or David Zombie. David Lee Roth. He's still in Zombies Band, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, he he played on I think the last few David Lee Roth solo records. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, man, uh, no, more trivia. I think he's uh, I think his first instrumental album was on the Shrapnel label too. So it kind oh, kind of cool. makes sense that you know being a instrumental guitar player, you know. Yeah, well, listening like the the old. Uh, you know the Marilyn Manson out song and stuff. At least the ones I've heard, you wouldn't think that you know he got a virtuoso guitarist in that band. But uh, yeah, he gets to I think flex a little bit more with uh, Rob Zombie. Yeah, uh, okay. I think a lot of the records he was on with Manson. I think, and I, I'm not really familiar with Manson's catalog, so I can't speak same here 100 percent accuracy. But uh, they were much more kind of industrial sound, right? In, in production. Um, as opposed to zombies, more leaning towards a full-fledged band. Straight, yeah, straight-ahead rock. Yeah. So. Sure. Uh, some, uh, speaking of uh, other virtuoso musicians coming to uh, Indianapolis, Tuesday, April 26th, is Steve Vai's Generation X featuring Zach Wilde, Ebe Malmsteen, Nuno Bentoncourt at the Old National Center. Yes. And there's another guy playing with him, too. I didn't recognize the name, though, and I probably should. I'm sure that some of the listeners are going to be... What the hell's wrong with him? Oh uh, no, I, I thought I got, I thought I named them all too. <laughs> Who I left off? Yeah, I don't know, but um, I mean, God, talk about it. Talk about a lineup. Yeah, yeah, and Steve uh, Vai is the one putting it together. I think so. I, I think it's uh, Steve Vai's Generation Axe is what the uh, it's being billed as. So. But I'd love to go to that. I think I'm going to be out of town though. I, I want to go to that so bad though. Yeah, I think I've got something going on that night too. I just don't recall what. Well, if you're going to be here, you should be... go. What's that? I say, if you're going to be here, you should go. Yeah, anybody, yeah, absolutely. That'd be, I mean, God, now talk about, I mean, that's a lot of guitar for your buck. <laughs> I know it. That's a lot of talent for your for your dollar. I know it. Uh, we saw him at the, at the or Murat last time he was here. Yep, Steve yeah. Vai played for like nine hours. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be fine with that. It was me. unreal. Uh April 27th, uh, Buckethead is going to be at the Vogue, too. So if that wasn't enough Guitar Hero for you, uh, Buckethead at the Vogue, April 27th. Have you ever seen him in concert? N- no, but I- I'd like to. Yeah, he's a weird dude. He's no, Nobody knows who, who, who the hell he is, I thought as he far was, as I know. Yeah, I thought he was identified not too long ago. Maybe not. If he was, I, I don't know it. I don't know. I don't know I, I, I've heard rumors. I saw pictures of people who they think it is, but uh, nothing... Nothing confirmed. Yeah. Oh, let's he's a weird see. guy with the, with the chicken bucket. <laughs> <laughs> hence, hence the name. Uh, Saturday, <laughs> April thirtieth is Hailstorm with Lita Ford. Uh, I've got tickets to that. I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, yeah, I saw that. That's kind of a weird billing. I like, uh, you know, obviously I like Lita Ford and Hailstorm. It's just kind of an odd pair. But uh, yeah. besides the fact that they both have female front, you know, female lead voice. singers, but. Um, Lizzie's got a great voice, and she yeah. she uh, she was on a Dio tribute album. Oh, that was they, incredible! Uh, they did straight through the heart. Yeah, it's a, it's a killer version. Yeah, and uh, I've heard most of the uh, latest Hailstorm album. I think it's great. 
So I, yeah. I think I, I feel pretty good about the billing in terms of that because uh, the the way they play, it's it doesn't you know sound like I can't classify it as alternative. I mean, it sounds you know sounds like something right. I'd listen to. So yeah. so I'm looking well, forward to that. You know, show. I think that's a, gr- a good break for Lita too because you know that kind of puts her you know to be to be able to get booked with the kind of an up and coming yeah. younger band like that is great exposure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because um, right. I think she. I don't think she's had anything come out in, in maybe the last well four uh, four years ago. I think she had a new album. Yeah, she had something a while ago. Like I think right before divorce. Yeah, a uh, new book. She's got a new book. I gotta check out. Oh yeah, living like a runaway. Yeah, I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, she uh, she dishes out on old Jim Gillette. So I'm yeah, really, I bet. Really interested to see. Uh, I've heard a little bit of his side of the story, but. I'm, like to hear hers what band was he in again i can never nitro remember. i believe it was nitro that that's it called? that's it something like that yeah yep nitro well oh, cool moving on we've got uh quite a bit to talk about even though we've already talked about it in the last couple podcasts already but the uh guns and roses reunion sort of you know what I think we should make recorded a new uh, uh, an intro for a new segment called "This Week in Guns and Roses." Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like we're going to be talking about this for a while. Can you say that again? I'll, I'll put some echo on it. <laughs> this week in Guns and Roses news. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, they played their first show. First show with uh, Axel reunited with uh, Slash and Duff, along with uh, guitarist Richard Fortas, I think that's his name, and uh, drummer Frank Ferrer. So the so uh, classic lineup and two current lineup guys. Where did those two other guys come from? Were they in the band be- like with Axel before? Or yeah, I think Richard joined in the early two thousands, and I think f- probably the drummer sometime maybe during that time, shortly after. Or they were either of those two uh, one of the thirty uh, musicians that played on Chinese Democracy. I uh, I think so. I think they uh, they joined the band before Chinese Democracy came out. Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's really all I know. Other than I, I looked up some uh, uh, some info on their guitar player, and he's he's been in a few other bands. I think he uh, sat in with uh, X Japan for a little bit too, of all things. Which thought that, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I thought, thought that was kind of interesting. Is he even Japanese? No. I didn't think he was. Yeah. Um, Portis but, isn't a very Japanese name. <laughs> he's uh, uh, he's also been in the Dead Daisies. I think we saw them uh, open up for uh, somebody not too long ago, didn't we? <coughs> I think it was uh, in the last year. I don't year. recall. What is it? Uh, uh, the Kiss show. The Kiss show we saw. Didn't the Dead Daisies open? I think. I think somebody opened for. Kiss. Def Leppard played Def Le- with Kiss last time I saw him. That's right. Okay, yeah. Dead Daisies played before Def Leppard, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which that <laughs> has, uh, you know, Brian Tishy on drums. And, uh, yeah. What's the bass player from Blue Murder? God, I always. Is it Tony Franklin? Tony Franklin? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so kind of an all star band there. Yeah. Okay, I kind of remember that now. Um, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was. Anyway, back to the, back to the guns thing, though. Um, it's really hard to judge when all you have is about a minute 
of cell phone audio quality. Yeah, they weren't allowed. Nobody was allowed to take uh, cameras in there, and that you know the the uh, the clip. And I've only seen the one clip of uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Are, yeah. Is there more? What I saw was like a minute long clip of just seconds of different songs and the different. Oh, okay. So it's it's like somebody took a montage of like two or three seconds of different songs. So it's it's frustrating because not only is it crappy cell phone audio quality, you're only getting like just a little piece here and there. But given that, it sounds pretty good. Granted, you know, the the band, you know, most of the band has been, you know, full or active musicians for the past, you know, X amount of years. Um, yeah. I think everybody's most concerned was how is Axel going to sound? But given what little I heard and what I can tell, it sounds pretty good. I wish yeah. I could hear a better audio clip, though. Well, what I saw, and you can look for this after 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 we're done here. I saw like a clip of a minute, like almost a, like a minute, maybe a little bit more of um, "Welcome to the Jungle," like the intro and everything. Okay, of the whole thing. So you can probably get a better idea there. But you know, I I, I just actually just watched it for the first time a little bit ago, and everybody sounds pretty good. And the uh, musicians do. Axel sounds you know, fine. I mean, I wasn't blown away, but yeah. I wasn't at the same time, you know, I wasn't thinking, Oh my God, to turn this off. This is, this is a train yeah. wreck. That's good. Which, which is, you know, yeah, it's, it's good. And, you know, like we talked about last time, uh, well, actually, you know, I think they did just released a stadium tour, the schedule, the arena uh, oh, schedule. Right. Yeah. I haven't looked at the dates yet. So I haven't either. I was, it's pretty new. It was today. And I meant to do that before we jumped on here, but, um, I don't know what it looks like, but it's just kind of a, salute, a select dates around the nation. And I'm sure, assuming all the guys get along, that it will probably be extended into a second leg. Yeah. And probably an international tour. We'll see. Yeah. But I don't know. I guess I'm 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 still I still stand by what I said. I'm not real excited either way. What happens? I yeah. But I know a lot of people are, and it's probably good for rock and roll. It yeah. probably is. And I know these guys are getting paid. Uh, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> maybe just I a little bit. I can't imagine. Yeah. I'd I, still like to know why, like, Matt Sorum or, or Steve uh, Adler yeah. or uh, Izzy, or, uh, what happened to those guys. Yeah, that's that's still that's still uh, in the dark pretty much. Um, there is even Dizzy Reed. He's not playing with him, is oh, he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's oh he is he's, okay. He's okay. been a member since 1990, I believe. See, I always forget about that. Yeah, yeah. He he never stopped being a member. Um, okay, but but yeah, not a single word of what's up with Izzy, and it very well could be he's just not interested in making that commitment to the full fledged tour. But then again, if that were the case, I wonder why we didn't see him. Uh, and then same with Adler. <laughs> Like you know, I just yeah you're, you you could be you could be right, but I just have a hard time. I mean, what else is it? I, and maybe maybe I could be way off base here, but you know, what else is is what better could Izzy Izzy Stradlin have you know to do? What what I mean, I, especially considering the amount of money these guys are making on this, I can't I can't imagine him not sit not wanting to do it unless. Uh, you know, they came to him and offered him way less money than the rest of the band for some reason. See, and that could, uh, that, that could be. I think that, that happened with yeah. the Sabbath reunion with Bill Ward. Yeah. Well, there's different sides of the story yeah. there, but you know, I what, yeah. why? 
I, I have a hard time. time he didn't just want to join the band again. It's about money, I think, 90% of the time. Yep. But, um, yep, the almighty dollar. Who yeah. knows? But but I could also see it being a thing where, I mean, he was he had a, was fighting all kinds of drug problems, you know, when they were more you know more active the more active guns of the you know early 90s and i think right. after just based on what little knowledge i have of you know his life outside of guns i mean i could i could see a guy who just wants to avoid that altogether just because of all the uh you know drugs and whatnot and connotations that he doesn't want to re- relapse may yeah I, I mean i can't can't speak for him but i i could see sure. it i could see it being something like that but then couple that with just like you said that you know the the guys earning the top dollars are probably going to be axel um slash slash stuff so maybe he thought well do i want to put myself through this and make only this much money or yeah. I, I don't know but but well, then, we can speculate till the cows come no home, kidding and, say, but yeah, uh, will. i guess maybe who knows maybe uh maybe the that news will come forward and we'll have more yeah. to talk about on yeah uh, this week's Guns and Roses and, news, and he's played on stage with the current lineup of Guns within the, you know, a couple times within the past few years. So we've we still could see him at some point. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe that will be the the night that Adler plays. You know, a whole set yeah. or a few songs. That maybe they're saving it for that. Who knows? This could have very well been a test run. You know. Yeah. Because I think that yeah. ven- that venue only could fill like 400 or so people. It's a small club, so maybe yeah. The Troubadour. I've never been there. That's in L.A., right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, here's here's some more speculation. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the the one night where they have the entire original Appetite lineup is being saved for a bigger venue where they can really, really, you know, play in front of some shitload of people. Right. Anyway, that's all I got. That's all I got. I'm trying to guns. find. The, I'm trying to find the uh, Guns and Roses dates here on on the old interwebs. Yeah. Any uh, but, any uh, Indianapolis dates? Oh, let's see here. Uh, Detroit, Maryland, Kansas City, Chicago, Cincinnati. Yeah, um, Chicago. July 9th, Nashville, Pittsburgh, July 12th, uh, 14th, Philly, uh, Foxborough. Massachusetts, Jersey, Georgia, New Orleans, Arlington, Houston, San Francisco, Seattle, Glendale, and San Diego. And that's it right now. Gotcha. Oh, and in Toronto. Uh Boy, they're not coming to Indy. Shock me. (laughs) Oh, you You know that's that's a whole that's an issue though for a whole other podcast. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think so. Another uh, rock I band so. not coming to Indianapolis. Uh, I'm so so surprised. Yeah, but we we are. I, I went back and looked. We are getting quite a bit. Uh, Sabbath's coming here. Yes, true. Like that is so, true in September, I believe. I mean, for uh, Sabbath's farewell, I mean they could could have very easily just skipped over Indianapolis. I'm glad they aren't because I'm definitely going to go. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, um. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we do get. We, uh, maybe I'm being a little dramatic. No, we no, do no. get shows here, it, uh, uh, like the ones we just talked about. It just seems, oh, it just seems like all too often, man. I, I hear about a band touring, 
and I go and like like oh concert dates have been announced and <laughs> yeah. of course Indianapolis is not on there and I'm like it's true. you know it's true. really we've got some great venues here we've got clips up north we've got uh, you know well, it's the field house it's not a great place to see a concert but it's not but it's an option we've got the Marat we got a bunch of those little clubs that you can play at yeah yeah I think as I far know. as bigger venues go I, um. I, I like seeing uh, shows over at the Fieldhouse. Is, is that what it's still called? I, I feel like it's always called something else every time. It's I'm Banker's there. Life. Banker's Life. Yeah. So I still call it Conseco. I think it's always going to be Conseco. Oh, yeah. That's to me. Fine. Well, hell, I still call it Deer Creek. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Um, speaking of concerts and not coming to Indy, you got Maiden this week, don't you? I do. Oh, yes. I can't believe I hadn't mentioned that yet. Oh, yeah. uh, Wednesday night. At the United Center, the house that Jordan built. I'm going to be up there uh, for the Book of Souls tour. I can't wait. Yeah. I'd, Plus, the buddy I'm going I up with, guy, you cashed in on his some um, credit cards rewards. We got an awesome hotel room for free. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. I wish I could go. Yeah, <laughs> I, we're going to go up there early that day and and uh, check in, and probably we're like only a couple miles away from the venue, so we're going to hang out at. You know, find probably a watering hole nearby and meet some Maiden fans. You know, that's a great show. Thing about the shows like that, you know, you especially Maiden, or you can you can go anywhere around a concert and you just I'll just find somebody in a Maiden shirt and you got an immediate friend for yeah. the most part. That's how Nashville was when we uh we yeah. met them and with uh, Megadeth. Yeah, yeah, just seeing Nashville just littered with uh, Megadeth and Maiden fans. <laughs> yeah. you, pretty easy to spot, I think. It's a beautiful sight. Yeah. But I can't wait. Uh, I saw their, I've seen their set list, and it's a phenomenal set list. They're playing a lot of new stuff. Like we mentioned uh, last time, they're playing a lot of new stuff, which I love. Um, I'm a big fan of the new album, and so I can't wait to hear a lot of it live, see how it translates to the stage. I mean, a lot of their songs anyways, especially the newer stuff, it sounds like they're already playing it in concert. It sounds like it's just ready-made. Yeah to be played live yeah i think they kind of give it that the studio albums have that live feel to them and i do they, yeah. it's intentional i read about it um kevin shirley, kevin shirley yep. at that. took the words out of my mouth yeah kevin shirley's so, got a lot to do with that i want to record an album with him oh shit <laughs> make it happen so yeah maiden uh maiden on wednesday sword on friday and then soldiers of fortune on saturday it's a rock and roll week for me man oh yeah it is well, absolutely. Let's uh, continue this rock and roll week with our picks of the week. Um, which uh, this pick of the week is actually my last week pick of the week because uh, I'd still like to do a. Seeing what our schedules do, I'd still like to do a, another podcast this week. So, uh, giving us two picks essentially, but uh, my pick of last week is Desecrator by Ambush. The uh, yes. Swedish heavy metal, new wave of traditional heavy metal bands. Uh, I, I love this album, love this band. Uh, their last album uh, kicks just as much ass, Firestorm. Uh, check out both of those albums. But uh, Desecrator by Ambush. Uh, Any album that has an album cover of a wicked tornado ripping through a cemetery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get much it's more metal than that. Uh, you can really hear the priest and accept influence and in, in other uh, old school heavy metal bands. It, it it's so good. Uh, Where are those guys from? I think Sweden, and I won't even begin to try to pronounce the city they're from. But 
Love to just say Sweden. Right. Yeah, man, you you uh, introduced me to that band, and it's it's phenomenal. I yeah. love that. I, both albums are just just killer uh, new wave of traditional heavy metal, and and uh, I, I, there's a lot more bands out there like that that we're kind of finding. So uh, keep coming back here to the Stone oh, yeah. and Steel cast uh, to find out more because we're going to be talking about them. And oh, absolutely, their, uh, their due. Well, what's your pick, James? Well, mine is kind of timely. Mine is uh, since we are playing. Pretty much the whole thing this Saturday. Mine is Thin Lizzy's Live and Dangerous. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, a classic album. I'm sure a lot of you uh, listening have probably heard of it or heard it. Uh, I think it came out in 78, and I, I believe it was their first live album. Um, and it's kind of one of those quintessential live albums. They Some say it's one of the best live albums ever uh, recorded. And, you know, that's hard to argue. It's got a lot of their classic songs on there i believe it's a classic lineup but uh, we were playing damn near the entire thing this saturday so <laughs> if anybody's planning on coming out and maybe haven't heard some of the songs we're playing some of the thin lizzie songs check that album out it'll give you a great introduction to the band you know and another thing about this and it kind of reminds me of kiss alive one uh, well, both some of the both being recorded in the studio album. what like like the alive albums being recorded in the studio well not so much that just <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that maybe a little bit, but I was thinking more how uh, it reminds me of that them uh, Kiss Alive one because some of the albums prior to this didn't sonically were, were not that great, you know, they were kind of recorded right. cheaply. Oh yeah, and and especially in Kiss, you know, when this Alive album came out, it kind of gave gave a breath of life to these songs, Absolutely. and you know, people could understand how awesome this band is, so it kind of helped blow them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Every, it it gives each song a, a, just a brand new life. Yeah, I'll never forget the time. I see the first time going back to Kiss. First time I ever heard Deuce was on a live three. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then when I went back later and heard the original studio album, <laughs> it just sounded so weak. Well, oh, it's on the uh, one of the other Alive's too, isn't it? Like a live yeah. one or a live. Yeah. Yeah, I love all I think those. It's on live one. Yeah, but when you're—I mean, honestly, when oh, no, the first version. Yeah, you when you go backwards, on. it's it's kind of a downgrade. I mean, as yeah. as great as the first Kiss album is, but when you listen to uh, you listen to the the first Alive, all those songs are just charged up. Oh yeah, no, hold the other level. I mean, the studio back then, especially the, you know on a shoestring budget, they couldn't really capture that. So, yeah. anyways, my pick of the week: Thin Lizzy's Live yeah. and Dangerous. Oh, nice. Check it out, <laughs> and then uh, come check it out in person. This Saturday at uh, 306 Prospect Street near Fountain Square, Soldiers of Fortune. Yours truly are playing and playing these songs and hopefully doing them justice. I think we are. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. Oh, I'm excited too. Speaking of Thin Lizzy, uh, I believe it's Gary Moore's birthday. So this week's assigned listening will be uh, Corridors of Power by Gary Moore. And next time when we get uh, Pat in here, we can discuss uh, both Corridors of Power and uh, last time we had... Um, Ace Frehley's Trouble Walking. Uh, when was Corridors of Power released? Do you know? Mm, 82, I think. Okay. Yeah, solid album. For those of you who don't know, Gary Moore played uh, guitar with Thin Lizzy for what album was it? Was it Black Rose? Yeah. So, yeah. another Irish uh, singer and Great Thin Lizzy player. Album. I think that's all we got uh, for this time around. But before we go, I wanted to thank Alessio Vigo from the Italian metal band Kerosene for contacting us. And 
we're always happy to help support other bands and they have a new EP out called uh, Modern Slavery. Um, due to uh, licensing restrictions for YouTube, I don't think I can uh, put the song on the uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, I might try to upload it on uh, SoundCloud and you know see if they uh, see if we can get away with it there. But uh, if nothing else, we'll be sure and uh, share the links to their videos and whatnot. That should do it for this week's episode. I think that's all I got, and I have to go to the grocery store. Rock all right. and roll uh, weekday. <laughs> all right, all right. Until next time. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been. The Stone on Steel Gossip. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.